Amen. Well, it's good to be in church, isn't it? Amen. Thank the Lord. Welcome to the Murrayville Baptist Church. Now, now, Brother Terry, you have to correct me. What would you call me uh, 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 at this point? I haven't been ordained yet, but we're here. <laughs> well, I, this morning, I want to. Uh, this morning, what all happened? I, I just in the Lord, good church. The Lord is so good, and I tonight, and I want to get on into it here in a little bit. I just want I want to speak to the church tonight in just a little while. I'm so excited about it; it's been on my heart. And uh, matter of fact, I want to go ahead and make the announcement here in a little bit. We'll cut to live stream. Not right now, Brother Chris, but uh, here shortly. We'll cut to live stream. Anyone that wants a recording of it, that is members of the church that are listening, we'll get that to them. But I just want to speak to the church tonight. Nothing that I wouldn't want anybody outside the church to hear, but this is for us tonight. And I, I want to thank the Lord for it. And I just want to speak to you for a little while. We are so honored. And that's what we are. We're honored tonight. And uh, I want to thank you for your confidence in me and, and Charlie and confidence in little Charlotte. <laughs> but most of all tonight, I want to thank you for your confidence in our sweet Savior tonight, the Lord Jesus Christ. He lines all this up. See, he runs the church. That's who runs the church. Jesus Christ does. We're just responding to his leadership. That's all we're doing. So I'm excited about that tonight. And I'm excited about this right up here behind me. Isn't this a good looking bunch back up here? And uh, how are we going to sing? Like it's the last time we'll ever sing. Ever. So that's it. They're going to be sweating as soon as they get down here tonight. I mean, drenched. So y'all pray for the youth choir tonight. Ain't that a blessing? And I, I, I'm praying that this thing just grows and grows. So what y'all do is you invite your friends. And then they're going to tell their daddies and mamas. And y'all just keep them out. Let's fill this youth choir up. Amen. So it's in that good to see. Thank the Lord. We're looking to the Lord. We're looking to him for his grace. I appreciate prayer room tonight. It blessed my heart. So they're going to, Brother Terry's going to come sing here in just a minute. Let's go ahead and bow for a word of prayer. Brother Tim, I want to ask you to lead us to Jesus Christ in prayer. Brother Terry's going to come sing. Amen. Let's all stand page 370 at the bottom.
Baptist. They're going to start their jubilee. That's going to start tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, Tuesday through Thursday, they're going to be a, a 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. service and then a 7 p.m. service. So uh, if you want to go to that, uh, please uh, remember that. Uh, let's see. Uh, remember the officer's banquet. We are going to go to the carriage house. Uh, tonight, if you're going to go, you need to go ahead and make sure you sign the, the paper tonight because uh, he's got a, a, a call and and uh, set up the room and make sure everything's right. Uh, so if you want to go there in the bus, be here at 4 o'clock at the church. Uh, if you want to meet us there, 5 o'clock. Okay. Uh, let's see. November the 5th, we've got choir practice at uh, 4 p.m. So remember that, choir practice at 4 p.m. And don't forget, we start out services now. Uh, ladies in the fellowship hall, uh, we're going to meet in this small room right here. Um, Sunday morning is 9.30. Uh, 4.45 in the evenings and uh, 5.45 on Wednesday evenings. Come on in. Let's pray. Let's start the day off the service off right, okay? Amen. Thank y'all. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. All right, and uh, we'll go ahead and tell you that every Sunday from, this is for the parents uh, for the Christmas play, every Sunday after church we'll be meeting up here, the young people work, will be to go over the Christmas play, uh, and also up until the 17th. So our Christmas play will be on the evening of, the, of December 17th. 
just so you can plan. in this building, why these young folks are singing to us tonight, singing our heart, 
I wonder if every single one of us, but Terry, could just take a look back. I don't know about you, but there's been a lot of times I didn't think I would make it. There's been a lot of times I didn't know if I could wake up another day and go on. There's been a lot of times if I didn't know I'd even be around for another month or for another year, and I didn't know what God's plan was, but he was always standing by my side. Job looked around. He said, in front of me, behind me, to my sides, I can't see him, but he knoweth the way that I take. And when I come forth, and when he has tried me, I'll come forth as gold. I want to thank God tonight for everything that he's brought me through. It hasn't been me. You say, well, I feel like I've tried to be faithful to the Lord. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. But it's him that's been faithful to me. His faithfulness is the only reason we're here this, on this afternoon, on this Sunday night. While the rest of the world's out doing whatever they are doing, chasing whatever they are chasing, a little band, a group of God's people's met around here tonight just to thank Him for standing by our side. Now, are you glad about that tonight? I mean, are you happy that He's never left you and that He's never forsaken you? I preach a message on never alone. I haven't preached it here. I may, I may do it soon. Y'all excuse me for a minute, all right? I'm just, I'm just giving my heart. If any of y'all want to, y'all can here in just a minute. Grand and Grandy, my grandparents, if some of y'all looked on that live that we've got going every now and then, her name's Jean Gilmore and Earl Gilmore. They're from South Alabama. They've loved, they've loved their grandchildren. They've loved their family. Three daughters, my mother, Aunt Franny and Aunt Kim. They have their families, respective families. And every Thanksgiving, we gather around and generally have gathered at Grand and Grandy's. They've gotten some age on them, made it difficult for us to all get there. And a lot, that's a lot, that's a lot. And I'm talking about that's a lot. Turkey. And I'm not talking about just baked turkey. I'm talking about injected turkey. Fried turkey. That's how I like it. That's how Grand's done it our whole life. Grand, you'll get out there and cook that turkey. And we've got dressing. I mean, uh, uh, cream 40s. Y'all ever heard of cream 40s, little peas? Oh, my goodness. It's wonderful, wonderful time getting around with family. I'm grateful for it. But every year, Grand and Grandy will say a word to our family. And here, two or three years ago, we got around. And, of course, the, uh, the grandchildren, they're on up in their teens and all of them now, all of the grandchildren are college age or above. And of course, Kelsey, my sister and brother-in-law, they have their own family. I have my own family now. And you've got Taylor and Ireland and Bubba, we call him. His name's Jace. If there's a family in the South that don't have a Bubba in their lineage, they're not a real family from the South. But um, Grand's prayed for me my whole life. There's no substitute for a godly grandmother and I want to thank God for her. she uh she told us she said she said I want all y'all to know before we pray and before we eat she said all of y'all are getting to a different age in life all of y'all are getting to a different time 
She said, and y'all don't know this yet. Listen to me, young people. Grand told us, she said, she said, y'all don't know this yet, but it is a lonely world out there. That's what she said, Brother John. She said, you'll feel alone sometimes. She said, and sometimes you'll feel so alone that you think you are completely alone. Can I get a witness in the church? This is what she said. She said, <laughs> she said, as long as Grandy and I are alive, you're never really truly alone. And she said, I want y'all to come back here whenever you feel that out there. And she looked at me. She said, Jay, you lead us to the Lord in prayer and thank the Lord over Thanksgiving meal. It's been a tradition down there at Grand and Grandy's in Eufaula, Alabama. When all the grandchildren leave, Grand and Grandy will stand out. They'll stand out on the edge of the porch and until we can't see them anymore, they just wave. I pulled away, I loaded my bags, I had to get going, had some ministerial obligations to meet and I got to driving by myself the Lord spoke to my heart, Brother Terry, just the echoes of truth in my soul. And I sat going down the road thinking, you know, there's going to be a day, God forbid, I hope we all leave in the rapture together. I hope we do. But there'll be a day when that promise that Graham gave her grandchildren, it'll be rescinded. If time tarries, if time, if time continues on, one of these days, Brother Terry, I'm going to have to say goodbye to them. I may go first, or they may go first. We don't know. But one of these days, that promise won't stand. But I got to going back up the road, and the Holy Spirit of God said, Son, they may leave you one day. And your parents may leave you one day. He said, But I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Heading up 431, just me and the Lord. I was alone, but buddy, I wasn't alone. How many of you have ever felt alone tonight? But we're singing about it. He was always standing by my side when the valley was low, the river was wide. And they're going to sing that last verse in chorus and tag again. I want you just to think about that. Let the Spirit of God minister to your heart. Sing on. That's good singing. That's good singing.
Let's stand. Brother John, you come on up and get ready. Page 355. Come on up and get ready. 355. Yeah, I changed that on y'all, sir. But God just led a different route. times on Sunday evening I'd go home and I'd watch other church services. I was watching Temple Baptist Church last week and Sister Ashley got up and testified. And I probably should have said something last week but God touched me through her testimony. She was saying I wasn't supposed to be here. The type of family she come out of said I'm just not supposed to be here. My dad come out of drunkard's home. His daddy was was alcoholic. He was a bootlegger. But it started with my dad. They got this generation. It's passed on down. Had had two more family members get saved last night at home. God's blessed my home. Blessed my family. I can't thank him for being so good to me. I love him. I thank him. Brother John saying. I'm glad. I'm glad we're not ashamed. Yes, sir. You know yes, what? I'm glad we're not ashamed. I, I have to tell this little story. Yesterday morning I got up, got in the woods about 30 minutes before daylight. That big old moon was shining. 
That thing shining at the foot of my deer stand looked like God had his flashlight on. I got to thinking, man, what he sacrificed so we could go free. So we could be saved and not burn in hell because we deserve the it. We didn't, but he, that sacrifice he put on that cross for us, Brother Terry. And I thought about that, and the more I, this song come on me, had it not been, I started singing, the more I sang it, the more the tears of Paul. People said, you don't have to be in the church of crowd. You can be 10 foot up in a tree and praise God. And it hit me, buddy, and the tears just rolled, and I just kept singing. And the more I'd sing, the more they'd roll, and the brighter that moon would get. And I thought, you know, Lord, it's all yours. Y'all pray for me. I, I, I want you to pray. I want to sing this song for you. Just suppose God serves through heaven and he couldn't find one willing to be a supreme sacrifice. Precious name of Jesus. 
Brother, if it's all right, if I use your guitar right there, I never ask another man if I can do that. We're just going to follow the Lord. Is that all right, Charlie? I'm going to ask Charlie to come up here and sing one tonight. In the case, all right. Very good, yep. All right. Charlie, you come on. I want you to sing his hand, sweet boy. Charlotte don't really like it, but she'll be okay. Amen. Anybody else tonight need to speak for the Lord? Yes, sir. stars in space his hands hung the world in place his hands scooped the ocean deep his hands formed the mountains deep his hands meet my needs each day his hands wipe my tears away his hands drive my foes away yes. and guide my feet upon life's narrow way and he holds me in the palm of his hand yes and this old world holds nothing for me since i met the one whose hands were nailed to a tree. He loves me yes. and protects me and provides my every need. And soon I'll see him in that city where we'll live eternally, where my friends and my loved ones are waiting. 
Who could not pay the cost They stretched his hands From east to west To take my soul away Now I'm pure and blessed I'm secure In his nail-scarred hands And safe I'll be Until we reach that land That he's prepared For the saved of man My name's engraved In his loving hands somebody I've known since I was really little but as he hung the stars in space and he created the world as if that weren't enough later the Lord God sent his son to send him to die so that thank you Lord we could be saved and I say that so that you can know that no matter what your cares are and worries are he's enough to hold him in his hand Hallelujah. They nailed his hands to a ragged cross for sinful men who could not pay the cost. They stretched his hands from east to west to take my sin away. Now I'm pure and blessed. I'm secure in his nail-scarred hands and safe I'll be until we reach that land that he's prepared for the saved of man. My name's engraved in his loving hand and he holds me in (laughs) the palm of his hand. And this Nothing for 
Amen. This will be all right, won't it? Yes. The Lord. I appreciate him tonight. This is just what life is. Just, uh, it's kind of like Mary told them when he was at the marriage of Cana. Whatever he says to you, do it. He said. Lord saying to you tonight, just do it. Thank God. He's all I need when I just need someone to talk to. Yes. He's always there Thank you, Lord. to hear my prayer each time I call. All my needs, He supplies.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir, brother. Dean. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. It's as good as you'll hear tonight. going to do brother Jay whatever he says to you <laughs> just do it doesn't bother me a bit tonight I appreciate y'all vote me in as yonder shepherd tonight but the great shepherd has showed up He's the one we need tonight. Everything else is just as a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Brother Ron, it's just all dry, dry bones. I appreciate the life he gives tonight. For making the sun to shine. For the flowers that bloom, the ocean so blue, thank you, Lord. And for the sparrow that sings and makes sweet melody, for the rivers that flow. Thank you. Where I worship. 
Yes, sir, brother. Every morning I wake up, yeah. somehow I seem to make it an unbelievable act in my heart. Bless you, brother. I appreciate him for really touching me like he does. Thank God. I've got people missing beside me, but I know that they're praying. Amen, brother. I know that both of them are praying. I know Bless that you, both of them have done what they can do where they're at. Yes, sir. Most of them do. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I tell you what, it's nice. Yes, sir. The Jackie won't, he won't for something. I'm too short to appreciate reaping a lot better than something. Amen. 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 Yes, ma'am. Amen. you glad for how the Lord has preserved you to this night? Me and you didn't get us here. He got us here. Say, oh, Brother Jay, but I, oh, no. 
Oh no, but he. Sister Bobby said, ain't no reason she should be here tonight. Raised in an alcoholic's home and the impact that was placed on her at a young age. There ain't no reason I should be here tonight. A wicked, low down, ungodly, dirty, filthy, lying, cheating, swindling, messed up little 10 year old preacher's boy. And he got me here tonight. <laughs> Aren't you glad the potter does what he does? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Thank God. That sounds like him, doesn't it? Amen, brother. Amen, brother. <laughs> That's it. That sounds like him tonight. Sounds like him. Aren't you glad he hadn't just discarded us when he should have this evening? He hadn't thrown the clay away, thank God. 
Notice something about the Lord, whatever he has to say, he says it a whole lot better than whatever I had to say. Notice that. Mercy, mercy, mercy. The Lord is good, isn't he, tonight? When he wants to say something, when he wants to interject, when he wants to step in, that's what he's done. I tell you what, as she plays softly tonight, I've noticed something about what the Lord was doing tonight. Just in families and lives and in hearts, I saw folks hugging each other, weeping, crying, raising their hands, thanking God. You see, I can't do that. I can't do that. But he can. Y'all bear with me tonight. I'm just easing my way through this thing. You see, I can't mend fences. I can't manipulate situations. I can't make things happen. I can't move your heart. I can't move your family's heart. Oh, how I'd try to. I'd, and I'll give my life to it. And I'll give my, my body to it, my mind to it. I'll give my heart to it. But He is the one who does the work. He's the one. Been seeking the Lord for weeks. Since the church reached out, Brother Terry, just seeking God. I don't like getting in a hurry. As y'all can tell right now, we've been going for a minute. I don't like getting in a hurry too awful much. And especially with something as big as what the Lord's been doing around here. It's a big thing, see, because Sister Bobby, you'll never know what you said, how had echoed in me what we're doing right now has more impact than just in this service you see that the memories of what God did in my heart when I was just a little fellow I remember those things and they've impacted my life 
to this day. It can't be overstated what God does in His church, what God does in His body. So this is, a, this is big business tonight. This just hasn't been, you know, well, I need a place or the place needs a man. It's not what this has been tonight. No, this is just God being God and doing what God does. Brother Chris, I, there's nothing really I, I want to say. I wouldn't want anyone to hear. You can use your discretion at however you want to do with the live stream. But I just want to give you my heart tonight. So we immediately started praying. About five months ago, God started working in my heart and in really in our home. And Charlie's here to testify to it. About five months ago, just started getting an itch. I, I felt like in my early ministry that the Lord might have me pastor someday I felt like that was my desire to give my heart to a people to give my life to a people to give uh, give my time and heart attention I the Lord had had me busy all up and down the highways up and down the roads but my heart was never there just very fatigued very quick not like other men who seemed like had a big heart for evangelism me and brother Tim was talking about it the other day you know some seem to have a heart of ministry for this for that for this for that some are evangelists some are this, some are that. God gives His gifts to His people. But I felt like that maybe it's someday the Lord would might have us pastor. Didn't know when, didn't know how. This is when I was single. God put Charlie and I together. And I could go on and on about my story tonight. And I, I will. Just give me some time. But uh, there's just something started happening to me about five months ago. I, I can't explain it. I, I called a friend of mine. I called my dad. Then I called another couple friends of mine. I said, man, I cannot explain that I can't explain it. I've got an itch that I can't scratch. I've, it's just in there. I don't know. I just feel like I'm, like I want a pastor. Like, I, like it's a desire that's in here that just, I, I didn't put it there. It's just in there. I can't scratch it and I said and, and I don't know any churches around my area I, I, crossroads maybe one or two more they had good men I'm, I'm just a little old hillbilly from up in the mountains of Hazel North Carolina I've got a pretty good idea most of us in here tonight are hillbillies too so I'm in <laughs> I'm in good company <laughs> we got a few that are from folks up my way growing up you say ah oh, they're from out of here we got a few from out of here tonight. But, uh, I'm just no hillbilly. I don't know. I didn't know any church. And it's amazing. It's really amazing. My ministry's consisted of up there in my local area. And I did a lot of preaching in South Carolina. Did a lot of preaching, preaching in East Tennessee. Some various churches there. I've been as far as New, New Jersey preaching. I mean, God help. Uh, Florida. Alabama. I preached on the radio several years back. God gave me a radio ministry as far as I know. I preached around the world, I guess, but but preached, uh, had, a, had a radio ministry going. I've got a love for the radio ministry. And and uh, we had, uh, you know, just the Lord had been using us in that capacity. And I didn't know any churches in this area. I honestly didn't. Now, I knew of churches. They all had good men. 
I told a preacher friend of mine, I said, I don't even know how God would. I, and I still don't know how I got here. There's your good deacon right there coming in. <laughs> God got us here. Uh, I went down one night while we've been praying since the church called. Don't you appreciate the precious word of God? sitting in the bed the other night. I just reached up. And I kissed it. Charlie said, you just kissed your Bible? I said, I sure did, honey. I said, you come over here. <laughs> I love his word tonight. Because his word is him. He is the living word. He's that word that's working in you tonight. That's working in you. That's stirring around in there. That's him. Anyway, I, I went down to the basement. It's just on my heart to pray through Psalms 51. Create in me a clean heart. Oh God, that should be our prayer, shouldn't it? Create in me a clean heart. If I don't even know my own dirtiness, Lord, show it to me and wash me thoroughly. Cleanse me. Make me a clean vessel. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Create in me a clean spirit, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Such a wonderful prayer. And I just prayed my way. Occasionally, it's good for you tonight if you take it a moment. Occasionally, I'll, I'll take a, a prayer like this and I'll pray through it myself. And I'll, I'll just pray through it. I'll have my Bible out in front of me and I'll pray through it and I'll go verse by verse and Say, Brother Jay, I don't have the words for a bunch of prayers. That's all right. There's plenty of them right in here. Right here. So I prayed my way through Psalms 51. Good season of prayer. And I said, well, I'll just read over into Psalms 52. Not much really hid in my heart. I, I read it. Good context. Just wonderful instruction. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. But I made my way down to verse 8 and 9. The Bible says, But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. I will praise thee forever because thou has done it and I will wait on thy name for it is good before thy saints you say well what's brother Jay gonna do at Murrayville what's them folks gonna do up there at Murrayville what's them people gonna do We will wait 
on his name for it is good yeah, I, I've, I've thought about these verses every which way I went back and forth you know the psalmist said but I'm like a green olive tree in the house of God an olive tree just don't come out of nowhere in a house somebody has to put it there don't know how we got here but God's put us here and I want to thank the Murrayville Baptist Church y'all just been doing the same thing we've been doing just trying to get the mind of God and maybe some of y'all knew before I did and so I said on this verse like I do I took my time even my preacher buddy said man you got to do something you just you got to tell them something. I said, it's been two days. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll let you go home tonight. That helped my heart. So I've been, I've been, those verses have been rolling on me. You go home later and you check those verses out. Psalms 52. Last two verses of Psalms 52. Those are the Lord, the words the Lord put in my heart. Speaking God done to me. And this is where God confirmed it. I was studying for this message for last Sunday night. On last Saturday night. Not, the, not last night. But a week ago yesterday. And I was studying this text out of John 21 where the Lord appeared to his disciples. Three times the Lord asked him, do you love me? And three times Peter said, I love you. And three times Jesus said these words. He said, feed my sheep. So I'd, I'd been studying. I'd, uh, I preached the message to y'all Sunday night that the Lord would give me. And I, I closed my Bible. And I occasionally I'll, I'll have, I've got a lot going on while I study. I mean, I've got a computer here. I've got a computer here. I'm kidding. Charlie, I'm not kidding. Charlie's seen it. I mean, I've got two Bibles open. I've got books, commentaries scattered here and there. Just trying to consume everything I can on the text that God has shown good men. And, uh, and I thank God for that. But I was, I closed my Bible. I came through all the big commentaries and all the big words and all the big dictionaries and all the big Thesauruses and this, that, and the other, and concordances, and all the soteriology—everything uh, you get—I won't get into that. Just everything you can imagine. I was reading on this text, and closed my Bible, laid it back on the desk. Was about to turn the computer off, and in bold letters, all I could see was feed my sheep. I started weeping. I walked in the room. I told Charlie. Charlie was nearly about asleep. It was about 12.30, getting ready for Sunday morning service. I said, baby, we're going over yonder. And I don't know what we're going to do, but I know we're going to try to feed the sheep.
I'm no professional pastor, church. We've had churches ask us to come, have got peace. Just how the Lord spoke to me and confirmed Merville in my heart, the Lord has spoke to me and not confirmed other places in my heart, Brother Ron. I don't know what much I'm, I'm doing. I'm on, I will promise you this. I will not always make every decision right. I'm, I'm imperfect. A lot of times folks look at the pastor and says, well, he's, he's got to make the right call. Well, if a man's worth his salt, that burden will be on him to make the right call. To make the right judgment. To make the right decision. To make the right leadership choice. And by God's grace, we're going to do that. But just as much as I will pray for you, church, I ask you to pray for me. I don't take this lightly. No, this is big business. A lot of you in here have done the same, but I've sat in a lot of rooms with titans of industry of Atlanta. I'm talking about major developers who have major plans to shift the landscape of the Atlanta market, the Atlanta residential, the Atlanta commercial, the Atlanta industrial. Sit in a lot of rooms with these guys. Some of you in here as as well. Some of you have known some people that's got some power. And you've been in a weighty meeting with them, maybe in the school system and at work, at this or that, industry titan leaders, big business. This is the biggest business that we have going on Amen. right here in this place. And the ministry out of this church, not just in here, but in our region, in our area, in our country, in the world. And it's untelling what God would do with a place whose sole focus is on Jesus Christ. Untelling. Untelling. I don't know everything I can do tonight, but by the best ability that I can, let me share this with you. And we're and I'm gonna we're done unless there's something else. I've had it on my heart since Wednesday, just following the direction of the Lord. I believe y'all had a good man in here for the past how long? Twenty years. 22 years. I believe y'all had a good man in this place. I'm going to say his name. I believe Brother John Dale is a good man. And he has led this church. And he has loved this church. And he has given his life to this church. I've had him on my heart ever since Wednesday night and thought about him on and off through this past month and a half. We've been praying, seeking God. I texted him, I said, Preacher Dales, Brother Jay Shuler here, I had you on my heart this morning and have had all week. So I'd love to talk to you soon. It sounds great. Any time, just give me a call. I've been praying for you in NBC, Murrayville. I told him, I said, I appreciate you, preacher. 
I said, God's fingerprints and His touch on your life is evident in this place. Thank you. Greatly needing your prayers. And this is what He sent back to me. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. He said, love you, Brother Jay. Thank you for your heart for our Savior. He said, feed the sheep. <laughs> sheep emoji. Bless his name. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the Lord, yes. O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And we're going to leave here now. We really are. 6.30. And our deacon's hungry tonight. Both of them, I believe. Church, what I will tell you this, from what I can tell from this Bible right here, my responsibility is to preach the word and to preach the gospel. That's my main focus, is to feed you from the word of God, to lead this church, to guide this church spiritually, to do, to do what I can by God's grace this afternoon. That's what I want to do. I believe God wants me to feed the sheep here at Murrayville Baptist Church. I didn't know what the Lord was going to do in this service. I didn't know what was going to transpire, what was going to happen. But I believe that he's just reached down and stamped and said, feed my sheep. Aren't you glad the real preacher showed up tonight? The real preacher. I appreciate him. Is there anything else we need to make mention of tonight? Yes, sir, Brother Terry.